I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello everyone and welcome to The Bubbling Adventure, a podcast all about kids and how positive education and conscious parenting can impact their entire life as well as society. I am your host Julie and each Thursday we are having conversations with guests on different themes and our aim is to have open discussions, share different points of view and learn in a non-judgmental way. Today Emily is telling us all about how to break generational trauma. Have you done some work on yourself before having kids? And did you know some trauma can actually be passed down from generation to generation? Now, don't worry, this is definitely not an episode made to shame anyone, it's actually the opposite. The good thing is that you can avoid passing trauma down to your kids and make sure that they have a solid foundation. And don't worry if you already have kids, this is completely okay, you can reverse the circle. To do so, you need to stop living in a limited reality and identify your self-limiting beliefs. This is something that Emily helps us uncover today, and it's clearly a must for parents and future parents. If you enjoy this type of content, you should definitely subscribe as there is a new episode every Thursday morning. You can also write a review on Apple Podcasts and leave a five star on Spotify. It literally takes two seconds, but it makes me super happy and is really helpful. But without further ado, let's begin. Cette chanson. Maman, papa, maman, papa. Hi Emily, how are you today? I am wonderful, how are you? Good, very happy to be chatting with you today. Could you please introduce yourself to the audience? Yeah, so my name is Emily and I am a Theta Healing Practitioner and Alchemy Coach. So I work with people who are ready to release those self-limiting beliefs that have been picked up from their childhood that no longer serve them to help them live their most empowering life. Well, that sounds amazing and very needed. Um, (laughs) So what brought you to become a theta healer like is this something you always knew you wanted to do or is it something you discovered along the way I discovered it about five years ago now when I was struggling with 
what I was told was an incurable disease. So I was diagnosed with celiac disease and Mm -hmm. I was experiencing a lot of pain and discomfort and doctors would tell me that I'd either grow out of it or I just have to deal with it or just take these medications and then you'll be fine. But nothing was working. So then I switched over to more of the Eastern medicine and holistic healing. I went to natural paths, I did acupuncture, and then by divine guidance, I was brought to the practice of theta healing. And that's when I knew that this was my practice. This is what I was being called to do. And after a few sessions, I cleared myself of all of those digestive issues that doctors had told me that I would never be able to do. And that's when I realized that the brain is so powerful and we can self-heal. We don't have to stay attached to what our current knowns are. And so I went on that path to who else can I help with problems that they feel that they can't get out of? Well, me, I was just thinking, I have have celiac disease. (laughs) What? (laughs) Okay. Uh, Well, we're going to have to have a conversation. I'll talk later. So tired of it because <laughs> I saw, you know, they they have some pills that slowly build up your tolerance, but it can take up to two years. And if I'm sick all the time, you know, obviously I don't want that to happen because for me it's more of a like brain fog and joint pain issue. So I don't want that in my day to day. And there's no guarantee that it's gonna work either. So yeah, interesting. Really interesting. And so you support your patients, clients, I don't know how you you call them on many different, I guess, issues, right? So can you please tell us a little bit what you can help with other than celiac disease? (laughs) Honestly, I can help with any belief that is no longer serving you. So I deal a lot with physical dis-ease within the body, as well as mental and emotional, deal with relationships, attracting abundance into your life. It's all about finding that core belief that has trickled into all areas of your life. Because once you start to work with the belief systems, you'll find that it always comes down to, for example, I am unlovable, or I am not good enough, or I am alone. And then everything else about your life is a reflection of that one belief that you picked up from childhood. So by doing this work of digging and finding out what that bottom belief is, regardless of whatever you want to change in your life, it can be changed. We just have to find that bottom belief. So pretty much anything. That's Mm -hmm. one of the, the hardest parts about it. And the easiest parts is that there is no specific niche in which I can work with. It's everybody but you have to be willing to allow yourself to go through the revealing of more of those traumatic experiences to be able to find that core belief that is affecting your life now. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so for example, how did that compare to hypnotherapy? I think there's something similar. Can you tell us a little bit how it works or, you know, what it entails? So with theta healing, it's, it feels as if you're in a meditation. So through this meditation, you alter your brainwave state. So you're vibrating at the brainwave of theta and theta is access to your subconscious mind and Mm -hmm. the part of your mind, which is the most malleable and the easiest to change and transmute and alter. 
we dip into this state naturally when we go to sleep and when we wake up in the morning. And we're also primarily in that state when we're between the ages of zero and seven. So by altering your brainwave states, you're able to then go back to your childhood to find that experience. And then through a process called digging work, where we find out what that bottom belief was, how it's affecting you, why you're holding on to your current situation and why it's unsafe for you to let it go. Then we do a process called energy testing or muscle testing, where you will physically see your body telling you that this belief is within you. Then through witnessing and through permission from the client, I'll witness the belief being removed and download with a new one. And then by energy testing, again, you'll see that the belief has now actually been removed from the body. Hmm. Okay. And so you're based in Toronto, but you're able to do that remotely, I assume as well. Yeah. Yeah. Because the beauty about the brain And this whole world is that everything is energy and frequency. So our brain waves are able to travel across the world, which is why it's, we can still do this during this pandemic as well, which was such a blessing for me and for everyone I work with, because a lot of people needed it during this time when things came to the surface that they've been avoiding. So yeah, this can happen in person, online, over the phone. Mm. Amazing. And so I, assume as well that you support a lot of parents through their journey um yeah. I feel that that's something I've heard as well in throughout the episodes that we've been doing is that sometimes being a parent brings you back as well to when you were a kid and so you have a block or sometimes you can have a fear that seems like it's irrational but then you know it's because your subconscious is bringing you back to an old memory so how can you specifically help parents and for example what cases have you have you been uh, seeing yeah so I'll give you an example of one of my clients she had experienced a lot of repeated cycles of trauma in her past that she was very fearful of passing that on to her kids especially in the moments when she felt like there was too much going on and she would kind of yell at them or freak out at them in ways that she doesn't actually want to do, but it would come out because it was too much for her to handle. Mm -hmm. So the way I worked with her is again, to find out that one of those bottom beliefs, which was, I feel like I failed myself or my kids. I feel like I'm a bad mom. And then replacing that with what it feels like to be a good mom. Because one of the things as well is that if our body has never felt a certain way, then we actually don't know how to be in that space. So if you never felt like, for example, a millionaire, you're not going to actually be able to be a millionaire because you don't know what it feels like. Your body's holding on to only what is known. So with this client, we downloaded what those feelings were of being a good mom, of releasing control, of taking care of herself, because again, it was all about everybody else to make sure that she received love. And this is all subconscious too. She doesn't actually realize she's doing this. And for a lot Mm -hmm. of us, we don't realize that we're doing these habitual behaviors unconsciously, but we changed what it felt like. And then I gave her specific practices to allow her to take care of herself to calm herself before she freaked out on her kids, therefore allowing her to break that cycle that has been going on in her childhood. Right. 
that's a big <laughs> like a lot of work to, to be done and then of, obviously you have that feeling of relief and you know it's, mm -hmm. it's going better for me when I did trauma-based therapy last year I literally felt the weight of my shoulders and although it was the hardest thing I've ever done it's so worth it like I keep telling people like it's so worth it so yes thank you for for sharing this experience but so for example for this type of um just so people know what to expect mm -hmm. and I know it depends on what you know it's about but how long can you expect a treatment to go on as because I know sometimes it can be really fast and sometimes very long and it's hard to to put a number on it but usually in your experience is there a sort of sweet spot <laughs> I usually say around three sessions for us to fully be able to dive into a lot around a specific area and that is because there are so many layers to what we are experiencing and these beliefs that we've piled on top of each other that it usually takes around between one to three sessions and it also depends on how open you are to speaking about this and to almost not reliving the traumatic experience but allowing yourself to observe it because as you said doing this trauma-based healing is one of the hardest things you will do. So for a lot of people, sometimes we just choose not to do it. We just rather just not open up that Pandora's box. But then once you open it, so much more comes out with it. So a lot of clients will come to me for one session and then they'll call me a couple of days later and say, I thought of something else. I need to heal us as well. Because once you open up that box that you've closed for so long, there's a lot more that's in there, a lot more that you didn't realize, a lot more patterns and behaviors that you picked up from your parents that now you're saying, I don't like the fact that I'm controlling because my dad's controlling. I don't mm -hmm. like the fact that I have to be perfect because that was the only way I received love from my mom, right? So all these little things that come up once you open up that box, but the more you can be open with me or what, whoever healer you choose to work with, the easier it is to release all that. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. But what I always kind of a disclaimer, I tell all my clients is that one, bring a tissue box because you will cry whenever we dive into this. It's most of the time everybody cries. And two, again, it's an allowing yourself to do this hard work because it does require a lot of effort on your part to be able to feel safe enough to relive this, knowing that you're not actually experiencing it right now but that little child inside of you needs to let this go in order for you to feel that unconditional love for yourself, for your family, for your kids. Right. And sometimes it's not even necessarily something that happened in your life, but it could be a generational as well trauma, right? That's passed on. And how do you identify someone's limiting beliefs? Because I imagine that, for example, some parents or just some people come to you and they like they know something's wrong but do they necessarily know exactly what or is it also something you have to uncover that's something that i usually uncover as well and for anybody who's listening you can ask yourself this question as a way to sort of begin to do that digging work to find out what that belief could be is asking yourself, what's the worst thing that would happen if you did whatever it is that you want to do? So for example, parents that come to me, I have one client who she couldn't get pregnant and she had a miscarriage. And for her, there was a lot of sadness, a lot of trauma from the loss of her baby before and she couldn't get pregnant now. And so what I asked her was, what's the worst thing that would happen if you did get pregnant? And when you keep asking that question, what we ended up getting to is that if she does get pregnant, then she will lose it again. If she loses it again, then she will be not good enough. And that was the energy that it came down to, the feeling that I am not good enough. So once we removed that belief, then she was able to get pregnant because now there was no fear of the unknown of feeling what she felt as a child of being not good enough. And so it always comes back down to either what we picked up from our childhood. And there are four belief systems that I usually work with, which is like you said, the generational one, the history one, which goes into past lives. If you believe in that, as well Mm -hmm. as the, the soul ones that you just have deep within you, which is usually the, I am unlovable. I am not good enough, or I am alone. So in asking yourself, what's the worst thing that would happen? You can actually begin to do the digging work to find that deep-rooted belief that is affecting your life in some way that you don't like. Yeah, that makes complete sense. 
Yeah, because sometimes we don't even notice that we have this dialogue with ourselves, that mm -hmm. voice that we listen to. And I want to say that for me, since I've done therapy, I only notice now how it's supposed to be. And you're like, oh my God, this is amazing. You know, this is how it's supposed to be. I don't hate myself anymore. You know, it's, I'm just letting myself be. And that's something that, you know, you, you think you're all right before. Maybe you think, you know, it could be better, but you're like, oh, it's fine. But actually having gone through it, it's completely different and it's so worth it. So that's amazing. Is there another, for example, memorable experience that you would like to, to share another? Yeah, there was another client that she was having a hard time. She had three kids. So she was having a hard time finding time for herself. And again, it came down a lot to the I'm a bad mom belief, which for a lot of moms, that's one of the primary beliefs is I'm a bad mom. Mm -hmm. And she could understand why her kids kept acting out and why they would always want to be watching TV or they would throw temper tantrums. And I love working with parents and kid relationships. It's one of my favorite things because you get to see how beautiful your relationship can be with your kids and how you can raise them to be their own individual rather than that small version of you. And what we found out is that her kids just wanted her attention. They just want a little bit of love from her. And so we created a plan for her to spend even 30 minutes at night, just individually with each of them. So again, it helps to break the cycle of, especially that middle child of feeling that no one's paying attention to me. It helps break that cycle for them because now they're each getting their own individual attention. So now each of them feels special in some sort of way. So now they're going to feel lovable. So it breaks that cycle. And that's one of the most beautiful things is breaking that cycle that you're unconsciously living through as parents because you haven't done the work on yourself. And that's a huge thing is that when you're going to have kids, have you done the work on yourself to figure out what traits you picked up from your parents? What traits that you don't necessarily like? Was there any toxic mm -hmm. behaviors that you felt from your parents? Did you feel unlovable? Did you feel not good enough? Have you done that work? Because if you haven't, then unconsciously, you're going to give that to your kids. Mm -hmm. And what's good is that it is still reversible, right? Um, yeah. Because I can imagine also having kids is definitely testing. So, <laughs> you know, when you're sleep deprived and it's a mess and people are screaming and so on, it's you know, this is also probably easier for your toxic behavior to come out, right? But just because it happened doesn't mean it cannot be changed, right? <laughs> Especially when you catch it when the kids are between the ages of zero and seven, you can change your primary programming so they don't have to get therapy and help later on too. So it's a lot of, it's a lot of pressure for parents. So I completely see how it can be this, this energy of, I don't know what to do, right? Mm -hmm. Because there is so much pressure. You're raising another human being to then go out into the world and do something great for the conscious collective. 
But if they are going to grow up with that toxicity, then they are going to have to go through their own healing before they're able to fulfill their purpose. So it's almost like prolonging the natural process it's supposed to take. Um, I actually read somewhere, which is really interesting, that the way that it's ideal for kids growing up is that it's a one-to-one ratio. So one parent to one kid and any more can create that, um, that trauma for that kid because they can't receive that full attention from that parent, which is why in the past, when families would raise their kids, it would be multiple parents raising multiple kids and kind of working together. So that way all kids receive that unconditional love, which is so interesting because again, a lot of people don't know that. So that third kid or that middle child ends up feeling that sense of, well, what am I doing here? Where, where's my unconditional love? Right. Mm-hmm. Especially even for the, and again, it's important to know there's so much about this because so much happens with all my clients that I'm just remembering all of it yeah. for the first child. There can be a lot of the unlovable belief being instilled within them as well. When the second child is born, because all of a sudden the primary attention from that kid is now going to that little infant. So mm-hmm. for parents, it's to know that, okay, make sure you're giving that oldest child some individual time, right? Ensuring that they know that they are still unconditionally loved because one of the things that we don't realize is that when we say traumatic experience, sometimes we think about this sexual abuse or physical abuse, but as a three-year-old, a traumatic experience could be suddenly losing all that attention from your parents because a sibling was born. That's traumatic enough for a kid. Right. Or if your parents yell at you because you broke a plant, right. As a two-year-old, as a seven-year-old, that's traumatic because now all of a sudden you're getting in trouble that you Mm -hmm. didn't understand maybe why, why it happened, what you did wrong. And so you tried to overcompensate as a kid to then receive that love back. So that creates that people-pleasing mentality. So there's so many little things that happen in childhood that will create your behavior and your personality that as parents, if you can watch this and observe this and ensure that your kids are receiving the three essentials, which is to not feel alone, to start to be taken care of, to be loved and to feel worthy and good enough. Well, now they have that solid foundation to build everything else in their world around those. Mm, That's so interesting. And it just makes me think of there's a ton of, you know, camera footage of me as a kid and I'm the eldest. And when my sister was born, you can see, you can really, really see it. And I always cringe at this camera Mm -hmm. footage because literally I'm going to grab the camera so that it comes to me. It's like, I'm the star of the the show and you have to only like film me. (laughs) And, you know, it's always so cringy to watch, but course I understand it better but yeah no I wanted the full attention (laughs) and I was the oldest kid too and I had video footage of me too hopping into my sister's crib because I said okay that's how I receive attention I have to be this baby well let me do that I will do whatever I have to do to receive that love so again we don't realize that and for parents when they don't understand this they can see it as why is my kid acting out why are they being a troublemaker? Why are they throwing things on the floor? 
But if that's the only way that they can feel loved or receive attention, then that's what they're going to do. But then they pick up on that. And if they do receive attention as that is their only way of receiving attention, then now they're going to grow up saying, I need to rebel in order to receive love, or I need to do whatever anyone else says in order to receive love. And we hold on to these as well as parents. Unconsciously, we do things that, oh, my partner wants to do this. Well, I really don't want to do this. But if I don't do this, then he's not going to love me. So let's just do it. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's finding all those parts within yourself that, and again, it's an asking yourself, what's the worst thing that would happen if I didn't do it? And if it comes down to, again, those three core beliefs, then you know that you are living in a limited reality, a limited world that is coming from fear and not from love. And that's why you felt so much lighter after your therapy, because you literally lifted the weight of those limiting beliefs off of you. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what it feels like when you're in that space of love, when you know yourself, when you can honor yourself and take care of yourself and you're doing all that from love, it feels lighter. Everything feels lighter. Everything feels a lot easier because now there's none of that fear that is driving your actions. Now it's just love. That's really true and really useful for a lot of people. So of course, we'll leave your website in the show notes for everyone at home wanting to check your, your work. Is there any last advice that you would like to share? Hmm. This is one of the things for a lot of, for a lot of moms actually, especially around that I'm a bad mom belief or I'm not doing enough. And that is, to ask yourself when you're doing any action, am I living through love or for love? And finding that answer will tell you a lot about yourself, a lot about those limiting beliefs and allow you to continue to choose to live through love, which will allow your kids to feel that as well. Mm, so it's a lot, it's not easy either. <laughs> and it takes some time to figure out and really, because I feel sometimes we as you said some people think it's easier to just be blind and close your eyes on things but actually sitting down and taking the time to ask yourself these questions is really beneficial and it's not easy and it's not always the truth that you would like to to yeah. hear but once you at first you know I guess acknowledge it it's already huge so yeah well, thank you so, so much, Emily, for sharing your wisdom with us. As I mentioned, the website is in the show notes if you want to check Emily's work and as well as all her social media platforms. So thank you so much, Emily. Thank you so much for the opportunity to be on here. It was lovely to connect with you and just very grateful. Thank you so much for listening. Feel free to share if you think it might be helpful to someone you know. If you enjoyed this episode, then please make sure to write a review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts and subscribe if you haven't already. That's it for me. See you soon with the next episode. And in the meantime, have a lovely day. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.